Welcome back to another episode of the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast. My name is Lindsay Berry. I am your host, and this podcast is produced by the lovely Megan Casenzo. You can find out more about her at casenzomedia.com. Today's episode features three of our first ever featured fempreneurs. Now, the reason why they are our featured fempreneurs is each week in Fempreneur Land, we draw a name using the Wheel of Names. You can learn about that at wheelofnames.com and we feature them all week long. So we do a live interview with them on Instagram. We do all sorts of fun things for her and just make sure that she feels lifted up and very special and important and we give her a gift. And we want you to meet these three ladies. So today's episode is, uh, you know, basically just those three interviews and you're gonna get a ton of marketing how to and how not to knowledge out of today's episode. So make sure to have your pen and notebook handy if you're driving, uh, maybe don't do that. But if you're driving, always know that you can quickly pull over and write a couple things down. You can hit that voice record button on your phone if it's safe to do so and just talk into your phone. If you have an accountability partner and you're like me, a huge fan of Facebook Messenger, hitting that voice record button and sending a quick voice note to your accountability partner, one of your partner friends, is a great way to make sure you follow up on that you know, that newfound knowledge or that aha moment. And yeah, let's dive into the episode and I'll uh, have another important message for you at the end of this episode. So yeah, anyways, have a great time listening to this. I know you're going to love getting to know these ladies. Shannon Designs. She's coming to us live from her room of wonders there. So you're a feature fempreneur, uh, the first ever. First ever. How exciting. I was really excited when I saw that actually. I'm glad so, you're excited. Look how long look how far I've come. <laughs> right? Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah, so tell about your business. What do you do and why do you love it? I have uh, my business is called Shanna Designs Embroidery and Promotions. So I do uh commercial embroidery. So I have the machine that you saw, the big forehead machine, so that means I can embroider four things at once. Um, yeah, so I do everything from corporate, teamwear, giftware, all kinds of swag and fun stuff. Um, I do heat printing, so like I can customize jerseys, um, make fun sweatshirts, swag for, I've done swag for the girls, like swag for you. I can do sublimation, um, coffee mugs, water bottles, you name it. So awesome. I just kind of keep adding to my, adding to my list of services and it's basically, it's stuff that I wanted to learn about and I wanted to do. And it's a great um, add on to my business. Awesome. Yeah. So, so things must have really changed for you with COVID and the lack of sports, because I know that was a big part of your business. How has your business looked different over the last like nine months than it did maybe two, three years ago? Well, the drop in sports was the biggest hit. Um, usually, Starting late September, more October once teams are finalized, um, I did a lot of stuff for Cochrane minor hockey teams. So individual teams would reach out, they'd decide on um, what kind of team where they wanted to go with. And uh, usually I was full tilt from October to early January. So this year I did do some team stuff, but it sure wasn't, there was a big drop in revenue there. Right. So, How did you sort of change things up to? basically make that not be the end of Shannon designs. Um, 
it was because of Fem Team and joining the the YYC marketing. Uh, you know, find your voice on social media, and I did that six week course, and that was a pivotal point in my business for me. It um, being a solopreneur, I did everything. I still do everything, and sometimes you don't mind, but you don't have that. You know, my husband's an awesome support, but he's a man, and and no, not dishing on him or anything, but it's just he thinks different than I do. Yeah. So. I just felt alone a lot and like, you know, trying to make these decisions and how do I do this? And um, so when I joined the marketing group, it was because one, I had the time because I was closed. The government said I was non-essential, had to close. And I also didn't have the business that I normally would have. Like come the spring, it's usually baseballs, um, soccer starts and uh, spring hockey. I don't even think that's going to happen this year. So what Femme team has done for me has given me that support network that I've never had before. I've never had, I, I didn't think it was possible because I always felt like I didn't fit. My business didn't fit, was very different. It's not a, you know, it's not a, um, a service. It's a, it's a product and it is a little bit different. So Fem Team has given me an amazing group of network, amazing network of women from all different areas and they want to support me. Just like I want to support them, they want to see me succeed and I want to see them succeed. And when you've got that backing, I'm doing things I never expected to do. Like that I would what? Do. Like what did you like, do like, that you never expected? <laughs> um, doing stuff like this, these lives, never in a million years that I want to put my, it's fine when you walk into my shop and you talk to me, no problem. But to put my face out there and go, holy shit, my shop is messy. Oops. But it means I'm busy. And uh, just doing stuff like that. And I mean, I, so I, something that's always been, I wanted to do a create with women. So how do I do that? I usually do it with my girlfriends. So I'd say, okay, well, let's, I saw this cool project on Pinterest. Let's make it. So I'd get everything organized, buy all the supplies. They would show up. We would do it. They'd pay me for the supplies. It was great. Really great connection. COVID took that away. But what I learned was I can do it for other women in a different way. And my first one was I did the, we were still able to do in-house, so I had the women come in and they did t-shirts and sweatshirts. So my first demo group was YYC Fempreneur Ladies. And it was fantastic because it gave me that confidence that if I messed up, it's okay. They gave me feedback. I was able to implement that, make some changes. And then I did two more groups of women. They came in, they made, they all make uh, Christmas t-shirts or sweatshirts. And then once the restrictions came in for we can't have anyone in-house anymore, then I came up with the DIY um, make-and-take gnomes, the gnome kits. So I offered them for a super reasonable price, put all the kits together, sold over 100 of them. They sold out because we put a timeline on it, and we sold out. I still have people asking me for gnome kits. (laughs) So it was just – and it was more – it was something that families could do together. It didn't matter the age. Anybody could do it as long as there was a little bit of supervision. The kit was ready to go. Like, I underestimated how popular that would be. And so you had a, a video walking them through how to do it on YouTube. Yes. So they could actually just do it without even any supervision. They had, like, yeah. you holding their hand. Yeah, and that was, that you know, another first time for me, like, doing that. 
you know, it's yeah, you have a YouTube channel now. And I hear that there's going to be another video on your YouTube channel very soon. Yes, as soon as I learn how to do that. <laughs> so I'm learning. I'm never, you know what, I've never been so far out of my comfort zone for such a long period of time. And that I'm okay with that. And overcoming the asking for help doesn't mean I'm weak, doesn't mean I'm vulnerable. It, it is vulnerable to ask for help. But to know that other women are going to go, hey, I can't help you, but I think so-and-so can help you or yeah. throw ideas at me. Um, yeah. It's just exciting. Like it really, when times are so uncertain and we still don't know what's going to happen. I have a piece that I've never had before, like a piece in myself knowing that, you know what, I'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. So right. it's just been fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. And so you, you've had some, I mean, aside from having, you know, one of your core income streams, the team where kind of yanked out from under you, you also had another really epic, uh, <laughs> epic and awful thing happen to you during this COVID time. Um, I just, I want you to share a bit about the story and kind of, you know, that moment of, of, uh, of, just having, knowing you have to pull through and how you walked yourself through that and, and what you would advise other fempreneurs to do in times like that. So in November, literally a month before Christmas, my embroidery machine, uh, the computer that runs it, decided it was, it was tired and it was done. <laughs> so I'm like, no, no, there's got to be a reset button in here. So, you know, there wasn't. Um, it was initially the quote was $10,000 and I almost vomited because I didn't have it. I haven't made that kind of, I haven't made enough income to mm-hmm. have that. Mm-hmm. And so I did the day I cried the first day. I just cried. I was so tired. And, uh, and then, you know, the panic sets in. It's like, I've got all these orders. They're sitting here. I don't have an option. I got to figure this out. So luckily my husband's like, you know what, we'll take care of this. I'll throw it on my credit card because I sure didn't have room. So he did it. So I was down for five to seven days total because I had to order the part, get it in, pay to have the guy come and install it, all the rest of it. And then at the end of it, um, you know, I had him go through everything on my machine, made sure it was good. And then he left and I was good to go. But what I learned in that was it's okay. Have your, have your day, your few hours, whatever you need let that go. Cause you can't keep it. You can't keep it in your body. You got to release it and then figure it out. I had the girls reaching out saying, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Is there anything I can do? And there was nothing anyone could do. It was just more that, Hey, we're here for you. You, you know, we'll figure it out. So I got it going again. One week down, put me three and a half weeks behind. So we're talking before Christmas. <laughs> it couldn't have been worse timing. Come Christmas day, Christmas Eve day. Um, I should have been done at like noon. I was here till three and it was just, I almost walked. I almost walked away. I went, you know what? I don't care that I've been doing this almost 18 years. I'm tired. I'm done. And then the flip side of it was, no, you've worked your ass off for 18 years. You're not walking. You can do this. Just keep going. And that's, you know, one of my mantras has been for a long time is never give up. Just never give up. You can stop. Mm-hmm. you can break down just keep going so mm-hmm. and I'm always mm-hmm. you know I'm looking at different ways to keep my income stream going and part of that is working on my business you know I work in my business 
every day. I'm here six or seven days a week. I'm tired. So working on my business is I need to bring someone in to help me here. Someone that's creative and, you know, passionate. No one's going to be as passionate and care about your business as much as you do, but you can find someone that cares enough. And yeah. that's, that's the stage I'm at and releasing the, I don't, I'm not perfect and I don't expect anyone else to be perfect, but for a long time I've held that no one can do it as good as I can. So I'll just keep doing it. I don't want to do that anymore. So that's the next phase of my, my journey. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're kind of stepping into that phase right now. So all of you watching this, uh, just know that Shannon's putting it out to the universe that she's looking for someone to work in her business with her. And, uh, I know that you're doing some other things right now to sort of set yourself up for that. But um, I just think it's so cool that you, you've come to that place where you trust that there is the right person out there and that you can, you know, like you were saying, kind of, it's kind of like building that list of your, your dream partner, your dream business partner, your mm -hmm. dream best friend, your dream lover, whatever. It's like yeah. a manifestation thing, right? Like, Mm -hmm. for you building that list of like, this is the person that I want and trust that they're going to come to you. That's really cool. And I mean, I think, you know, we all need support in our businesses, no matter what our business is. And yes. so congratulations to you for stepping through that, that boundary and just busting through it and saying, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Well, you know what? I couldn't have done it without you and the, and the group, the ladies, um, I wish I had this 15 years ago. I would be in such a different place now. Hindsight being 2020, haha. Um, but no, I if I'm if there's anyone listening that is feeling the way I felt, mm -hmm. um, or maybe they're in a job, and it's a job, a job every day, and they know they're meant for something bigger, greater. They've got that passion. Like, what do you do in your downtime? What's your go-to to recharge? Yeah, take a look at that. And for me, it's always been creating. And that's how I got into this business because it's making. I want to make it that just fills my cup. I love nothing more than, than to create something for someone, give it to them and see that look on their face and go, wow, you made this? You made it for me? Mm -hmm. And I have the ability to do that. And it just, I love it. So reach, you know, find, yeah. join this group. Like, oh my gosh, I can't. People must think I'm crazy. I'm like, no, no, you've got to join Fempreneurs. Sorry, you're a boy. So you can't come. You're a guy. You can join. No, <laughs> no, no boys allowed. No but boys uh, allowed. no, just do it. Like if you're, you may not have that business yet, but we can help you get there. And Absolutely. it may take a little bit of time. Or maybe you have those plans and you're afraid. Maybe you need someone to hold your hand, sit beside you, kick you in the right. pants. Because we all need that kick in the pants. So just do it. Don't even hesitate. It'll, it's the best thing I've ever done for myself, my business, best money I've ever spent. And I would spend it again and again and again. And I do because yeah. it, it's made that much of a difference for me. Well, thank you for that. I, we're, we're absolutely not here to talk about the YYC Fempreneurs, but we, no, thank you, but Shannon. I do want to shift this back onto <laughs> now. Maybe I'm blown away with how much you're talking. Like you're just like I just remember <laughs> back to the first time I saw you live not that long ago and you were like 
I no. didn't want to talk at all. So this is incredible. And I'm witnessing <laughs> this. So I'm just like, blown away by how much you have, like just how much love you have to pour into other female entrepreneurs. And, you know, at the conference, when you shared about, you know, about branding and about um, making a lasting impression, I think was the name of your, your workshop, you just did such an incredible job. And so I really want to highlight you and your skills and your knowledge and your passion to help other businesses and organizations succeed. So I kind of want you to give us a little synopsis of your workshop when it comes to how these physical items that of course you make and you source and all the things you do, how they can have such a huge impact on a business when it comes to solidifying their brand and attaching the emotion to their brand. Because we're not big brands like Roots and Nike and um, you know Lululemon, we don't have those advertising budgets, but there's things that you can do with your brand. And the biggest thing is consistency because it's that old adage out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. So you need to be in sight. And so you can do that in different ways. So it's taking your logo. I rebranded about seven years ago because my first logo, although I loved it, it wasn't a creation of mine. So my second branding was, and it was more simple. And once that part was done it, it almost gave me an extra bit of confidence to kind of you know this is who i am this is what i do um and you do it in simple ways pens mugs nothing leaves my shop without an extra little gift so whether it's a pen of mine that has my logo on it um a sticker on the bottom of the mug saying you know if you love your product tag us on instagram and facebook um you know sticky notes sticky tabs that has my business card info on the front. Something's always there and you can do it on a budget. You can spend a little or a lot, but mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's making it useful. Your big thing is useful. You don't want to give somebody something and it, it's cute. It's fun. And then it goes in the junk drawer and then it goes out the door. Right. So there's a lot you can do to be in people's minds. Definitely. And, and interacting with the community and supporting the community in whatever way you can. And again, it can be small things, you know, giving a team a discount yeah. because you can, and yeah. you're supporting them and they're loyal to you because you're like, Hey, you know what? You cared enough to give us a discount. You made it more affordable for us there. You know, you put good work out there. Yeah. You work with them. You make mistakes. It's all in how you fix your mistakes. Mm -hmm. And you keep going. My biggest advertising in, is word of mouth. Right. You know, I know where the pitfalls are in my business and what I need to work on. And I think COVID has given me that extra. I was able to step back and look at my operations yeah. and look at where my weaknesses are and where my strengths are and work on those weak areas. And right. so I've put myself out more this year because of COVID because I had to. It was a, if you don't do this, you might not be here. Right. Can you tell the story about the, the Cochrane Strong stickers? Because I love that story. <laughs> and it's just such, it's so inspirational. So the Cochrane Strong stickers came about right at the beginning of COVID when everything hit. And I thought, that's it. I'm done. I, I can't. How can I go on? Everything that I make money, that makes me money, has been taken away. They've been shut down, stopped, whatever. So I probably 
it was only two or three days that I kind of let myself wallow, have my little pity party. And then I'm like, okay, it's done. And after those three days, every day I got up, I got showered and I came to the shop. So I come to the shop and I'm like, what can we do? You know, we're feeling scared and it's all unknown. What do we do? So we came up with these Cochrane Strong stickers. Simple sticker. We made them here in shop. We threw it out on Facebook and said, hey, we want to show the community that we care. We want to show you that we're here for you. Nominate someone, a person, a business, locally that you think needs a Cochrane Strong sticker. It's just about unity. And um, the response was overwhelming. We capped it at 100. We delivered every single sticker. So my daughter, Lindsay, and I made them here in the shop. And it gave us a purpose. And, you know, I can say... <clears throat> We did it for us, but what came back was so much more than I expected because who would have thought a sticker, handing someone a sticker and that, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I just love it. And I got pictures of people on the front of their business. They would put it on their vehicle um, and just tagging me and saying, thank you. And I didn't think it, I didn't think that far through. I didn't realize the positive snowball effect it would have because it really did and now like I go out in town I go different businesses and I see that sticker every time I see it I smile and I'm like okay I made a little bit of a difference that day yeah so it was you know you say twofold it was manyfold it had yeah. many positive effects that I didn't anticipate and that was that was the start of my journey because right after that the lurking that I've been doing and you know watching YYC fempreneurs that was that was my catalyst to make that step. Really? Yep. The yep, that's what did it. Yeah, because I went, you know what? Look at the effect this had. And it's all my word for the year, I think, is momentum. Uh-huh. And it, it was, you know, in 2020 and it's followed into 2021. And it's I need to keep that momentum going mm -hmm. because things are happening. You know, you work and you work and you work behind the scenes and you don't know if it's paying off. Mm -hmm. it is paying off and mm -hmm. that's the big thing I've come to realize and that's where the trust comes in yeah you know and the I'm a perfectionist by nature and learning that getting it doesn't have to be perfect get it done throw it out there like spaghetti and see what sticks because <laughs> we all do that right Lindsay yeah. um it's been so good for me it's it's kind of it's built my confidence in myself which translates into my business so I'm, I'll be the first one to say, all right, let's give it a go. See what happens. Yeah. So yeah, that was, the stickers were awesome. And who'd have thought something so small could have mm -hmm. that kind of impact. So. Stickers are huge. Like I, I just want to say to anyone watching this who thinks they don't have any money in their marketing budget for any swag of any kind, you can afford some stickers and stickers mm -hmm. are incredible because people want to wear them on their hard hats and on their water bottles. <laughs> some people put them on their notebooks on their cars all like mm -hmm. stickers if it's a cute fun sticker with bright colors and has maybe a fun saying on it to do with your business and shannon's brilliant at coming up with stuff like that like you know that's that's something you can find money in your budget for for sure so just a little plug for stickers because they're <laughs> awesome you know what stickers <laughs> are sticks even right like yeah <laughs> yeah little yep. things can have big impact so don't underestimate the little thing. And I, and I do enjoy, you know, saying, okay, when I ask the client what their budget is, it's not me saying, 
okay, well, I have this much budget, let's fill it, let's use it all. Right. No, right. It, it gives me um, a starting point saying, yeah. okay, for this budget, and mm -hmm. you know, maybe they're new into getting product, branded product, say, these are, I can, it lets me tailor their offerings and saying, okay, I can offer you these five products. They are in or below your budget. It gives them some control. It gives them some choice, right? Mm -hmm. To have yeah. that. And then they, it's almost like they need to test, test the waters. Yeah. And see, you know, so it's a good starting point. I'd like you to just share anything, inspiration. I mean, obviously you've shared a ton already, but if you have kind of a final closing message as our feature fempreneur, yeah, just what do you, what do you want to say to female entrepreneurs? Find a tribe that fits for you. And you may have to try a few things before you find something that fits, but do it. Ask for help, put it out there. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I think it's such a huge thing, you know, like, you're either strong or you're vulnerable. You can be both and vulnerability isn't a weakness. Mm. Asking for help isn't a weakness. Mm. So don't be afraid to ask for help. I've had more amazing things, more amazing opportunities come my way because I went, ah, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Can you help me? And it's just, it's opened so many doors that mm -hmm. man, you know, if new me could tell old me, what to do it'd be that <laughs> and and it's just that don't stop learning just keep learning yeah keep looking keep keep throwing your spaghetti at the wall yeah that's all yeah yeah and we've got some incredible um women in the community that are so great at looking at where your weaknesses are and really putting a positive spin on it by helping you turn them into strengths quite quickly um we've got some very organized women in the community who are really great yes. at you know, and right now you're kind of saying like, yeah, it's time to kind of to bring people into your business to work on it with you. But that's that's one of those things that you can't do that on your own. You know what no. I mean? So you kind of need help with finding those people. You need help with structuring the offers and or structuring the role to fit the person mm -hmm. and, you know, getting this system in place to hand off to the person. Like that's not stuff that we can do on, on our own. Like I know you and I are both in the process of getting help with that right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I just want to encourage women watching this too, who, who have really, you know, busy businesses, um, like Shannon and I, and, and need to find some people to delegate some things too, but don't know where to start. You're going to need help with that. So, um, yeah, reach out to either of us. If you want some names, we know some great people. But. Yeah, we certainly do. And it, it's, and when you talked about getting that, um, that feedback, mm -hmm. it's in such a safe place. Like it's, it's not a crit it's not a criticism it's feedback on how to make you better mm -hmm. and you've got to be in the right state of mind to receive that and that's one thing another thing not just one but one of the many things that the group will do mm -hmm. it's such a safe place right right because we all want the same thing yeah I'm so excited to be going live with Noreen tonight. Hi, Noreen. Hi. How are things going with you? How have things been? Let's just talk a little bit about you. Sure. Uh, things have been going great. I, um, I recently launched my productivity mastery program officially, and I've got 
well, I had 10 clients through it, two have now graduated. And so I still have eight clients going through the the coaching program. And it's been going amazing. I've had such really great feedback from from all the clients on what a difference it's been making in their businesses and to their efficiency, their productivity, they feel like they can just really uh, relax into the systems and the structures that we're setting up. So I'm very excited about that. That is my real passion to help, you know, professionals, small business owners, entrepreneurs get more productive and get more done uh, in less time. So it's exciting. Yeah, it sounds like it. That's so awesome. So let's dive into a little bit about your business. So why did you start your business? So I started my business because productivity and being efficient and, you know, handling uh, a lot of the chaos that is just in everyday life has always been a strength of mine. I uh, really excelled in my corporate career was 30 years in commercial real estate and I was able to stay extremely productive. And so I learned a lot in my 30 years in the corporate world, you know, how to be extremely efficient and productive. And so I just have this deep passion to share it with other people. And even throughout my career, I did a lot of mentoring and training of other other people, team members, and the company that I was with flew me around the country to, you know, to mentor others. And so it's always been a real passion of mine to teach and to share what I've learned. Yeah, that's so amazing. I I haven't been to any of your courses, but I heard your presentation at the YYC Fempreneur and I learned so many, so many things. I was just like on fire. I was like, I'm going to go do all these things afterwards. So I can definitely see your passion shines from within. Um, so thank you. Thank you for sharing your information because I think it's so important that when we find something that works for us and then it's good for us to share it with everybody else. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. So the next thing I want to ask you is what are some of the challenges that you faced or one of your greatest challenges that you faced as a business owner? I think at the beginning, it was hard to know where to start. You know, it was hard to know, uh, you know, what are the critical things that I need and what do I do first and then next? And, and it's, it's hard when you're by yourself, you know, when it's just you as a solopreneur and, you know, you don't have a team or experts to talk to or bounce ideas off of. And, you know, this is really for me, what I found in, uh, with the YYC Fempreneurs and in Fempreneur land is, you know, this group of women and fellow, you know, entrepreneurs, they know what you're going through and you can bounce ideas off of them and, and really feel like you're a part of a team. So that to me was the hardest part is just starting. And because I had to switch years from a real corporate world and that's what I understood and the rules are sort of different you know the rules of the game are different uh, than being an entrepreneur I really had to shift my my way of thinking and yeah so I've become less of a perfectionist like I'll just go for it and do stuff and and, (laughs) you know I can experiment more I can have a lot more fun I can let more of my personality shine through Uh, sometimes in the corporate world you have to be a little bit stuffier in a box and and so I don't have to do that so much anymore but I did find that shift a challenge 
Like I found it, you know, it was a little hard to go from the corporate world to being an entrepreneur in that way too, but. Right. So can you tell us a little bit more about the shift that you just mentioned at the end there? What was that like for you? Why did you take that next big step to starting your own business? Well, actually, it was kind of uh, not my decision. I was in a role and I, uh, I was, I was let go. And so I knew that I didn't want to go back. I always had this burning desire in me to, to do something different and uh, be my own boss. And I was really tired of the, the corporate world and the politics and, and all the stress that went with it. And, you know, I worked so hard and had so many great ideas and so many successes that really I was glad to share with a team and with the company and I got paid to do that, but I wanted my own thing. I wanted, I wanted to, uh, you know, to run my own business. And so I made the hard decision. It was tough. I, I really had to, you know, there were other opportunities for higher level roles that had come towards me. And I had to say, you know what? No, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to plant a flag and I'm going to do this even though I'm scared, even though I've never done this before, even though, you know, it seems like being an entrepreneur is maybe a little riskier. Uh, and actually, I decide, I discovered that being an entrepreneur isn't as risky. I mean, it's riskier to, you know, somebody else can take your business cards away. But if you're an entrepreneur, you know, you're in control. And you decide uh, what happens in your business and, and what you do. And as hard as you work is as much as you're going to get out of it. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of how I decided that I wasn't going to go back into, into my, you know, career I was in for 30 years and just be an entrepreneur. Yeah, it sounds like your journey, you really got pushed outside of your comfort zone. But I think it was like, <laughs> definitely something that needs to happen. I always hear that when you're inside your comfort zone, you don't grow as much. And so I just I love I love your story. And I think you brought up so many, so many good points. And I like, again, I can just see your passion. And you talked about flexibility, which as entrepreneurs is my favorite piece of it all, because you could do your job from anywhere, and then you get to make the decisions. And like you said, nobody can take away your business card, right? Like in, yeah. in the corporation world, they can be like, you're done tomorrow, right? Yeah. And so you have the you have the choice, you get to choose what you do. So I think it's so awesome. And it's just so inspiring to see everything that you've been able to overcome and how you really pivoted, right? Because you, you were let go and you're like, okay, what do I do next? Right? And you just absolutely and you just jumped in, which is very, it's very inspiring to see that. So I, I want to, I want to give you an opportunity to talk about anything that's coming up with your business, any offers, anything that, anything that we should know about. Yeah. So I am in the process of taking my uh, elite one-to-one -one coaching program and turning it into a uh, self-study package. So a bit of an entry level if people are really good at DIY or they're a real, real good self-starter. Uh, and then also I'm going to be offering uh, a group 
productivity mastery program. So uh, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook. I will definitely have uh, some information uh, very soon to come on, on how you can get involved with either the self-study or the group program. Or if, if people are interested in the elite one-to-one coaching, that is certainly available too. All of those are on my website, which is the organizemyspacecalgary.com. So all my packages are right there. What's included, the cost, everything is is there. And then I'm also working on doing uh, some small sort of mini free workshops where I will, um, you know, tackle some of the biggest challenges that I know small business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, coaches, and so on consultants struggle with. And that is email control. And also, uh, so I'm building um, a, like a three part series for, uh, for that. And then I'm also building a three part series for uh, procrastination and, and perfectionism, because that's another really um, big hurdle that uh, that a lot of people face whether you're yeah. a corporate professional or or an entrepreneur uh being being a procrastinator and that sense of perfectionism is is a huge thing that a lot of people are faced with and then i've got a few more in the pipe uh but those are the two biggies the email yeah. control and how to actually get stuff done how to get over your uh your your perfectionism and procrastination and and get stuff done so yeah yeah and so look for those too yeah i think those will be great because i know even for me i've struggled with perfectionism from a really really young age and then now that i'm getting a little bit older i'm starting to struggle more and more with the procrastination because i'm like i'll just do it later (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, there's there's a lot of reasons why, or there's different reasons why uh, people do it, and and I really want to help unravel that. And there's also a lot of myths around it. Like a lot of people end up beating themselves up and thinking, you know, it's because I'm lazy or because I'm not motivated or I'm just not willing to. And 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 that's just not the case at all. There there's there's just some other things working in the background in our subconscious mind with some limiting beliefs and some fears and, and things like that, that, that once you actually bring that to the forefront and, and become aware of it and then, you know, implement some, some strategies and tactics to break that loop, break the, mm-hmm. the perfectionist and the, the uh, procrastination loop, then it's amazing what you get done. Uh, you know, because then yeah. you just, you don't, uh, you don't procrastinate on those things that, that you don't really like to do anymore. And, and it has a big impact on on what you accomplish in your work. So yeah, so I will be offering those, uh, those two things in the very near future. So Sarah says, yeah, there's always a why behind procrastination. It's very, very true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Lindsay says being stuck sucks. Yeah, that is for sure. It yeah. does. <laughs> Yeah. People are frustrated and, and, you know, they, uh, they get, they can get stuck in that for a long time and, and I help them break free. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's so awesome. Cause I, I think a lot of people get stuck. You get stuck in your own way a lot of the times and it can be really hard to move on. And sometimes you need somebody from the outside to be like, let's, let's go, let's take the next step, just keep going. Um, So I think I think those courses will be awesome. Can you just tell us a little bit more about your master class that you were talking about? 
Yes. Yeah, so the, uh, you mean the one-to-one -one coaching yes. program? So the one-to-one -one coaching is, uh, there's eight modules. And so what it is, is eight 90-minute uh, live coaching sessions with me. There are six 30-minute support sessions in between each coaching session. It takes about either eight to 16 weeks. So we either do one session a week or one session every two weeks. Okay. There is homework uh, required and we go through the modules are designed so that uh, they each work in lockstep with the other and they each sort of build, each step builds one onto the other. So we start with vision and purpose and identifying meaningful work and and, and I provide all of the tools and the resources and, and everything uh, around you know how to draw that out and how to identify that and and then we get into um, task management we get into email control setting up proper email mm -hmm. getting your email inbox to zero we get into commitments which is controlling your clocks and your calendars and designing a smart calendar uh, we then get into um, routines, so weekly planning, daily planning, uh, and then we also look at efficient workspace. So uh, how is your workspace functioning, like from the physical organizing standpoint, paper flow, that kind of thing. And then we evaluate how things are, how things are doing. So those are kind of the eight, the very high level of what's in the eight modules mm -hmm. and all the tools and resources uh, are there for a lifetime access and it truly is transformational results-based training because when you have the coaching and you have the accountability and you have all those tools and resources and strategies that I teach it completely transforms how you work and the foundation of your work so <laughs> and it doesn't matter what you actually do it, what kind of small business you own, what kind of entrepreneur you are. You could be a healer, you could be a creative, you could be a financial planner, you could be a corporate professional uh, in any sort of type of business. It's just organizing the foundation of your business. So it doesn't actually matter what you do. Uh, it's, it's putting these productivity and efficiency uh, practices and mindset into play um, with whatever you do for a living. So it is powerful stuff. Like I finished uh, um, the coaching with a client this morning and I always go through a, a final assessment at the end. We do an assessment at the beginning to yeah. see kind of where, where they're at. And, and then we did one at the end and her assessment is through the roof. She has transformed her work she now feels confident and calm and controlled and and she she was she said to me this morning she said she w usually would wake up in the morning on the weekend at like 5 a.m. sort of worried about what she had to do or, you know, sort of panicked because she didn't get enough done during the week. She said she no longer feels that way. She no longer feels wow. that sense of, you know like overwhelm and just being in chaos. And that is why I do what I do is to give people more time, more freedom, uh, more opportunities uh, to, you know, to do what they love and to spend time with their families. And so that really is the whole reason for being more productive is, yeah. is for more abundant success, freedom.
Yeah, that's awesome. That sounds like an awesome full like course. That sounds amazing. So thank you so much for sharing us. Now, if somebody is interested in that, where can they find that? Where can they get access to that? So they can go to my website and on my uh, business uh, services page, they can find all the information on the Productivity Mastery Program. I've laid it all out there. Like I said, all the, the package levels, the self-study, the group coaching, as well as the elite one-to-one coaching package details are on my website. And they can contact me through, through my website. Awesome. So. Okay, well, thank you so much for letting us know all the cool things going on. The way that I want to end this um, interview is if you could give your younger self any piece of advice, what would that be? You know, I think that would be to just not care what anybody thinks about you. You know, just whatever your heart desires, whatever makes you come alive do that thing. Don't put yourself in a box or let other people put yourself in a box. If you feel like you're a square peg going into a round hole and it doesn't fit, don't do it. Find where your heart is and your passion is and do it. Have the courage to just do it. I feel in some ways, I mean, my 30-year career was not a waste and I'm grateful for it and, and, and I learned a lot. But for the last so many years of it, I was not happy. I should have been an entrepreneur a decade ago. Yeah. So just do, do what is in your heart. Do what you're passionate about. You are our featured fempreneur for this week. And that's why we are here interviewing you. <laughs> and, um, uh, we, I want you to introduce yourself. So can you give us a little bit about you and yeah. Yeah. So gosh, I am a confidence expert and I think everybody struggles with confidence. Um, I'm the author of the girl in the garage, three steps to letting go of your past. I'm a former entrepreneur and um, yeah, I'm just excited to, to come into your your group, Fempreneur Land, and bring you three weeks of confidence training. We're going to be doing the the foundational building blocks of confidence. So you need a strong foundation so that you can feel good about what you do, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so awesome. Thank you for doing that for us. I personally can't wait to watch you and see what you have to say about that because I, I love personal development and building my confidence will be awesome. So I want to dive right into some of my questions for you tonight. So I want to ask you, uh, why did you start your business? Oh my gosh. You know, it, it, was, a, it was a long road to get to where I am now. I had an international wholesale business of home decor and um, it was, you know, it was just something I loved. I had learned how to sew when I was a little girl. So one day I woke up and I said, Hey, I'm going to launch a line of pillows and tablecloths and aprons. And I did. And I was in um, two showrooms and I had a whole bunch of road reps, like 25 or 30 road reps all over the United States. And then my product was going, you know, international. And it was a really easy thing to do. I don't know why. I think it was a, a fluke. It was really easy to do. 
And I thought, mm -hmm. why do events for women and teach them or encourage them to follow their passion? So I started holding events called Launch Your Creativity. And I did that. I've held events for about 10 years. This last year, I did it. But um, for 10 years, I had ladies coming and we, we talked about everything from, um, you know, like every aspect of your business, whether it was about how to get your blog going, branding, just finding, finding your zone of genius. And I would have other speakers come in and I loved it. And I started to realize as I was doing this, that what I really loved was the teaching and the helping and empowering of other women. So mm -hmm. I got certified as a life coach. And I closed my wholesale business. And then I really went on a journey of deep, deep work on myself. And that's how I ended up writing my book. And then I got certified as a critical incident stress debriefer. And um, you know, it's, a, it's a big fancy word for helping people that have trauma not go into PTSD. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that's, that's kind of the... That's the short version of how I got here. And it was just really getting to this place of, well, I should also say a couple years ago, I started to feel this nudging, not to talk about business, but to talk about matters of the heart. And that was really when my book started birthing. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, you know what? Now I can look back and say, this was the calling and the purpose on my life. Like, I, yeah. I would coach anybody anywhere like for free because I'm so in love with helping women get a breakthrough, especially women that are struggling with self-worth issues. So confidence is a piece, but self-worth is the bigger issue underneath. And it right. seems like there's a heck of a lot of that going on. No, I definitely agree. There is a lot, especially in some of the younger generations, like near my age, I definitely see that. Um, but can you tell us a little bit more about your book that you've mentioned a few times? <laughs> so how, how deep do you want me to go? <laughs> as deep as you want. It's all up to you. You do what you want to do. <laughs> okay, so there's the cover again. You can see it's like, light and dark it's like good versus evil i felt like when i found that picture i was like this absolutely captures that struggle so it's mm -hmm. a faith-based book um the first part i share my story it's very pg so that nobody gets triggered that might have had trauma and i share my story so that you get an idea of what i overcame but i mm -hmm. share the story in a manner so that as if we were sitting and having coffee. I'll tell you something and then I'll say, do you see how the pattern is being formed? So that you can start looking at this as you're reading it and going, oh, now I see how a pattern was formed in myself. Mm -hmm. And then the second and third part of the book is all workbook. It's what do you believe about yourself? Why do you believe that? You know, what are you ready to stop believing about yourself? Yeah. And being that it's faith-based, it's very much about... Um, it's about God, who God created you to be. And, and really, for, even for people that are mad yeah. at God or don't even believe in God, I think that they would still benefit. Because there's a really good chapter in there if you're really pissed off at God. <laughs> there's a really yeah. good explanation of, of the stuff that goes on that makes us so mad. Yeah, I think I, I haven't read it yet, but it seems like a really, really good book. 
Um, so thank you for sharing that with us. Now, I want to ask you, what is one of your greatest challenges that you had to overcome in your entrepreneurship journey or in your life? Oh, my goodness. Oh, there's so many. Gee, where to start? <laughs> right? Because you know what? That's the truth. Um, okay, this is a good one. I think I shared this when I did the live teaching with you guys. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know I did. I showed the picture of a room full of ladies. I was hosting at an event in a beautiful hotel, room full of ladies. There was the image on one side and on the other side was the picture of my bed with part of a cheeseburger, a box of Kleenex, cans. Yes. And I was like, this is what you see publicly and this is what you see privately. Right. So, and then I think the next screen was all the magazines that had featured my product line. And the point of that was, if you have self-worth issues, no amount of accolades are enough. Because when the accolades stop, and they always do, no matter who you are, what you're doing, mm -hmm. you're sitting there with yourself. And if you're thinking, I don't work hard enough for this, I didn't deserve it. You know, I'm nobody unless I'm getting reassured or reaffirmed by other people, you know, oh, I need to be in that limelight. That's, it's very dangerous for you emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so what I was going through with all that press and everything, I would go home and say to myself, I don't deserve this. I have not worked hard enough for this. And that's very indicative of a self-worth issue. Huge. Mm -hmm. So I really had to work through that. That's, that's been a really big theme in my life. And I'm old, so I'm old enough to be your mother now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's, that is a, that's something that I think I personally have been through where I'm like, I do not deserve this. And I, I didn't know that's actually where it kind of stemmed from, but it's good to know. And I think a lot of um, female entrepreneurs can relate to that. And mm -hmm. also, I really love that you actually showed on social media, the behind the scenes kind of like more behind the scenes where you're like, this is what is actually going on. I am sitting <laughs> here and I am not doing great. So I absolutely love that and admire that because I think social media is all the highlights of everybody's yeah. life. And even I do it. I don't share the hard parts, right? And so yeah. I think it's, it's just such a, it's such a great thing to do and start doing, which I would love to do. Um, but yeah, so, so good. You know what I, I think about that is showing our vulnerable side, showing those places where we're wounded or we're fearful. Honestly, I don't think that is for public life. And I'll tell you why is because it's not safe. It's not a safe space. So until, see, and I wasn't doing all of that while I was in the middle of that mess. I was doing right. it after. after. But if you are really wounded and you put something like that out there and somebody's going to tell you, like, suck it up, get over it, or it's not that big a deal, I went through worse, you're going to be crushed. So yeah. we have to be really careful. We have to have that wisdom of what do we share and where. Because everybody knows those people that go around and they bleed all over everybody else. And it's difficult mm -hmm. to be in a relationship with those kind of people. You know, we're kind of yeah. like, we're going to a party and you're like, I don't want to be seated next to that person because all she's going to do is throw up on me all night long. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think, and there's like this quote that's like, don't teach from your open wounds, teach yeah. from your scars. And that's exactly mm -hmm. like what you're saying. It's like, after the fact, when you feel like you're stable, then that's when you do it. I see we right. have a comment here from uh, Perspective interior yyc i love your vulnerability sharon you are a lovely lady inside <laughs> and out thank you for uplifting spirit and strengthening oh yes <laughs> that is so true i agree sweet. with that comment oh thank you so much it's you um know, it's a rough road <laughs> so you guys yeah. are 55 this year 55. 55 it's taken all this time yeah to get there <laughs> yeah so you got to start early because I didn't start until I was in my like mid late forties. So if I would have started when I was 20, yeah, I would have been, I'm just saying. <laughs> so I'm 19. So then I'm doing it right. <laughs> you are totally doing it right. You yeah. are invincible now. You're invincible. Yeah, awesome. yeah. So, um, do you have any events or offers coming up in the next few weeks that the fempreneur should know about? You know what? I just wrapped up an event. I had a, a faith-based vision board party on Sunday. And oh, I was cool. Did I offer the replay? Because we were doing it as a, a fundraiser for charity to purchase mm -hmm. dignity kits for displaced women. I might put that back out there. But what I would really love is to get a handful of ladies, like four or five ladies, to go through like the 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 deep go in the deep water with me and um help me work out the bugs in my upcoming course so i just mm -hmm. went through a rebrand and i'm offering a a new well a tweaked version of my one-on-one -on -one, and it's called called to confidence so oh, i like it yeah so i want to get a group of ladies and go through and just work out like the hiccups to make sure that it mm -hmm. works the way I envision because that's going to be like the do it yourself version, not the deep one-on-one -on -one private version. So I want to make sure the do right. it yourself flows right and they get it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So let us know more about that. If you have anything, we also talked about your book. Where can we find your book? Oh, it's everywhere. You guys. It's everywhere. Like okay. On.com, target.com, barnesandnobles.com. I heard it was at walmart.com, but I can't confirm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, awesome. I know we don't have Target here, but I think oh, you don't have, have Target there? No, they took it away. I think it went bankrupt here or something. I don't know. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, my no. gosh. It's sad. Well, I literally want to go to the U.S. just to go to Target. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, So it's dot coms, because actually there's a Barnes & Noble by me, and they have a few in stock, but it's mostly online. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. I even saw it in Europe. I was doing oh. a search on myself and it was like the book was um like they not the book itself to read it was in German, but all the graphics around where you ordered it was in German. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, that was <laughs> kind of about it. Awesome. Okay, thank you so much. So um I like to end these all the same way, but if you had um if you could tell your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? I know there's probably lots, but if you could pick just one piece of advice, what would that be? Oh my gosh. It would honestly would be to believe in myself. It would be to believe in myself a lot more 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and do you have like a specific strategy that would help with that if somebody is in that place where they just don't believe in themselves? Oh, yeah, but it's not quick. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? They can DM me. <laughs> DM okay. And get on a call and it's not even a sales call. I would just tell them. I will tell okay. them what to do. <laughs> I hope that was awesome for you. Before you take off, uh, just a reminder to follow all three of those ladies on social media. Make sure to send them a message. Let them know you heard them on the Femprinter Marketing Podcast. They would love that. They will absolutely interact with you. They are human beings like you and I, and they love to meet other female entrepreneurs. So be sure to reach out to them. Um, and before you take off, I want to let you know that today's episode was brought to you by a couple of books that you can find on Amazon. One is a book written by our podcast producer, Megan Casenzo called Getting Back to Zero. It's the story about how she got herself into over $100,000 of debt, actually through trying to get her business bigger and better and grow her business. She threw a lot of money and marketing stuff that didn't work, which is really the inspiration behind why she has a media company now, because she saw um, there were so many companies out there that were charging insane amounts of money for just not a lot of results, if any results at all. So check out her book, Getting Back to Zero by Megan Casenzo on Amazon. You can also check out another book that is pretty fantastic. It's been around for um, just under a year. And because the beauty of keeping a book for sale on Amazon is that you can pop in and upload a new PDF whenever you need to. So even though my book, Find Your Voice in Social Media, came out a year ago, I've popped in and uploaded um, updated PDFs a few times. So it is always up to date. The links always work. All of the tech tools and instructions are up to date. So you want to go there and get that book. If you haven't experienced Femprinter Marketing School, um, that book has got all the information in it. Or if you've been through the marketing school and you don't have a copy of the book or you lent it to someone and they never gave it back to you, go grab it. And you know, don't hesitate to use it as a leader handbook because that's how I designed it. I designed it as a workbook for my marketing school students. I also designed it as a leader manual so you can go out and you can gather a group of women around you and you can learn about marketing from proven success strategies in my book and you can learn about that together and not only learn because if it was all about knowledge, we'd all have six pack abs and be billionaires, right? So it's not just about the knowledge. You need the accountability team around you. So go and grab that book. Um, speaking of Megan's book, again, getting back to zero, she is building um, more of a step-by-step -step workbook. So keep an eye out at consensomedia.com for that. I think she's actually also launching another website soon about her book specifically. So maybe she'll tack a little audio onto the end of this, or maybe she'll um, have some, some information in the show notes about that. But she wants to, um, very similar to the marketing school, help you take the steps you need to get out of debt. So check all of that out and we'll see you back next week. Every Tuesday, a new episode drops. So make sure to hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. And yeah, we'll see you back next week. Bye for now.